Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valid Transportation. Valid Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 274. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. So if you're interested in getting a couple mouse pads sent to you for free and the resource mouse pads, and not just mouse pads that are, you know, people are going to thoroughly enjoy and, and you're going to get all the cool stuff that comes along with that, you're going to get yourself a uh, couple resource mouse pads that are going to let you do all kinds of cool stuff when it comes to tire conversions and anything else you're looking for. Go to axontiretips.com and they will give you everything that you need there. Just fill out a form, send you a couple of those in the mail, and you will be right on the way, right? Absolutely. All right. Valid Transportation has been hauling nagging trucks going across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 657 4910 for all your trucking needs at Valid Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy ag equipment, from a dealer, auction, or private party, AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. To learn more about your financing options, go to agdirect.com. Right on. All right. So, TractorZoom, one of the few um, online data places that I go to that I really, really, really enjoy going to because it's unsecured not unsecured secured data but it's it's totally unregulated data it's just data that's all it is so if you're interested in checking that out tractor zoom's got 20 billion dollars worth of heavy equipment machinery sales data um their product iron comps is probably the industry's trusted solution for transparent heavy equipment values and auctionable pricing data so if you check that out love those guys over there they're doing something that i think is different from everybody else around so check that out if you're interested in that Go to tractorzoom.com and they'll get more information for you. So, all right, got Aaron Finnell back here with me, and we have got the uh, the same old stuff that we always do, just the same dribble that just kind of whatever, you know, right? Makes yeah, makes no sense. We're whatever just, falls out of we're our mouth. We're just talking about whatever. So this edition, you know, Aaron and I talk about this a lot offline, and we when we kick around kind of our jobs, you know, in this business is to kind of try to figure out where we see things going, right? The further you are ahead of the market, just like anything else, whether you're selling cars or tractors or whatever it is that you're selling, if you're ahead of that curve and you, you make some things happen, see, read the tea leaves better than anybody else around you, you're going to win, right? So Aaron and I have talked about this quite a bit, you know, and 
I'll lay out my opinion, right? So I think the great reset's coming in, in the used equipment marketplace um, into 23 going into 24. And the, and the more I look at that, the reason I'm saying I think there's a great reset coming has nothing to do with interest rates, has nothing to do with um, the economy and all those kind of things. My opinion of all that stuff, I think this is a short-lived deal. I mean, I've, I've read and looked at and, and talked with people and and the information that I'm getting, people I'm talking to are, are economists that have done very well at calling markets along the way. And, and, and what I'm seeing and what they're telling me is that this is a, this is a short-lived thing. So I, I, my, my opinion of this Great Reset has nothing to do with that. Um, what I'm looking at um, is once supply catches up with demand, and there is a uh, amount of used equipment that's out there that's going to bring in a uh, a new amount of um, just un unspoken for supply, right? Is that right. the best way to put it? I mean, guys, when, they, when Ava you, available machines, available machines. There you go. So when you're looking out there and you're seeing these things pile up on, you, you go back buy your farm equipment lot again, and it's not. A box blade and, and a rotary hoe out there on, on the and lot. And we can't sell that box blade. It's store use. <laughs> and there's more than that on the lot. That's when you're going to start seeing some things change. And, and, and to me, I just, I've got to believe in my heart of hearts that 23, we start to turn that corner with supply chain issues and those other things that come into play. And we start seeing some of this used equipment show back up on the lot that's not pre sold, right? We're not three trades deep when we sell the new one, right? We've already, we, we got the first one sold, maybe the second one sold, but maybe the third and fourth one, we don't have anybody, we don't have anybody lined up on it yet, right? Um, I think going into 24, we have the first one sold, we don't have the second, third, or fourth one sold. We don't, we haven't got that far yet. We've got that much equipment on the lot that we are having to go back to the typical washout cycle, roll kind of perspective and what those things look like. To me, End of 23, going into 24, I see a used equipment um, downturn, not because of an economy, not because of um, commodity prices or anything like that. It's strictly because... Just a supply issue. The, the premium on it's available now is, has been taken off. Right. And that is killing the machinery business. <laughs> <laughs> right. In, in, in a roundabout way, right. I mean... It's not. It's not doing anybody any favors. It's it's fun, but right. yep. you know that thing's gonna show back up. And well, of course it will. Remember, <laughs> remember when that was batshit crazy? Yeah. Yep. It's not now. You know the the. I think unlike other generations that have been in this business. Okay, go ahead. R real quick. On top of that, though, we we're not gonna have that. We're we're gonna get. We're gonna have a reset, but not. Not we're never gonna be in that. I shouldn't say never. It's not gonna be like the the twelve through fourteen debacle where right. you just have machinery coming out of your ears. It's gonna be a back to quote unquote normal level. You just won't. It just won't be everything sold for deep, and you don't have all of these. You know, instead of we should have five combines, we have 15 one-year-olds. Sure. We're back to the five. Yeah. 
So it's it's a it's not so much the sky is falling; it's just the sun is setting, and more, that makes sense. More sense that makes sense. That makes sense. I think where where I see some of this struggle coming from in that time frame is that, like I said earlier, I, I just look at this, and and when that when the the overarching the whole kind of play comes in, in in here, and we're starting to look back at all these different things that happened. I, I think we have an opportunity that in our careers that other generations haven't had, right? We had a meltdown in the marketplace, right? So, yeah. So when I started in this business, 2006, right? When did you start? 2000? Mm, yep, 2000. Okay, so you had a six-year head start on me. So you started in... Let's be honest. <laughs> well, you had a lifetime start on Yeah. Me. But I mean... When we're talking machinery, eh. it's called birth. <laughs> <laughs> but when you when you're looking at when you're looking at the things that we came out, so you've had you've had a unique career if you really put it in perspective. I right? have. So if you come out of the the late nineties, the ag economy was horrible. <sighs> right? It was oh, absolutely man. horrible. I and, can I can totally remember dollar eighty corn. Yeah. Like four fifty beans. We were selling you couldn't sell, you know, any big ticket items really. A couple comp you know, mm-hmm. combine here and there type of deal, tractor here and there. And that was a banner day, probably a month. Um, but it was funny to think back then, we sold the dealership I was working at. That's when air reels kind of came oh, on hot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we yeah. were selling like 30 air reels a year. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that many guys nowhere near local, you know, that ran that many. Right. They were just calling all over. We started ordering heads without reels and putting air reels on. I mean, that was our thing. And we used to have the discussion with guys about, you know, that might, that could save up to two bushel, you know, and that's, that's an extra eight bucks, you know, and now it's like, oh, you mean half a bushel? Right, yeah, (laughs) exactly. But that, but the, the same head and air reel doesn't quite cost what it did 22 damn years ago either. So, but yeah, I've seen, I have seen that. From depths, you know, like, wow, this is bad, 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 to when you started, you know, and that was near, that's when I did a <coughs> color switch through the years, and right. yep. and it, it just, you just going up, 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 and then you get to that 10, 11, 12, like, this is unreal. Yeah. I can't believe this. And then 14 happened. Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, in, in 99, 2000, you had the dot-com dot bubble crash. And typically, the ag, the ag side of all of that, because of how money flows around, when the stock market crashes, you know, hedge funds usually go to corn and soybeans right. and the commodity and, you know, those kind of things. They start they start buying those things, right? So, you saw, you saw kind of a, a rise up there and then... I remember in 2006 when I started doing this. I mean, I didn't know what a commodity market even was. I mean, I mean, I remember watching the you news. Certainly do now, sir. <laughs> I remember watching watching the news, and they're like, "Ah, corn's you know whatever, blah blah, and oil is this." And you know, they had the little clips on the news. Pork and bellies. I remember watching that, going like, "Corn the other day was like like four something, and then all of a sudden it was it was three dollars and twenty two cents." You know, like this huge kind of quasi-collapse in the marketplace, but then shortly thereafter that, I mean, it just was a steady climb up, 
and then we had the drought in 2012, and we had this huge boom. And before that even happened, we had a big boom. Right. Know? So, yeah, I mean, really the run for, from, for the equipment business was 2006 to 2013, right? You kind of make that argument that that oh, was, yeah. that was your, I, I would that even was say, run. you know, being, seven year run. being in it at 2000. Yeah. And I would say just from personal experience, of course, this is, you know, part of that's kind of hard to tell. Is it getting better at your job because you've had more time? Sure. Yeah. Or is it the economy? Is it both? But I want to say really about late three and then four, five is when she really started getting yeah. with it. Yeah. Because I remember it was 2005 when wheat was like five bucks and everybody was just going crazy. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And that was, that kind of pulled everything and here we go. That's when I was working. When that happened, I was working for, in 2003, I was working for the Association. All right, the association. So... I remember going out to, like, western Kansas, you know, like, Goodland, Liberal, you know, Sharon Spring. I mean, like, all up and down that, you know. Dude, side. that was perfect. You got yeah. both corners and one in the middle. I know. Nice work. Yeah. I'm, from, I'm from Kansas, so, yeah, I know, I know my geography. But they have – so I'm looking at that, and, and that there, they were talking about how, you know, wheat, you know, wheat this, wheat that. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. No clue idea what they're talking about. Right. But – Talking about, when was the last time you heard someone that sold wheat for, for nine bucks? I'm like, I don't know. I just, this, right. is, this whole thing, yeah, makes sense. Sounds, you're excited, so it must be something that, <laughs> yeah, this must be epic. This you know is a I mean? good thing, right? This must be epic, right? So kind of going through the whole thing and kind of watching that thing turn. And then we get to 2014. And, you know, my recollection, of when I look back at that, to me, that was, <clears throat> if you were in the equipment business and you didn't see the writing on the wall in 2012 when everybody else was, like, high-fiving and jumping, if you weren't a used equipment guy and you didn't see the writing on the wall that this was that 2014 was going to happen, <clears throat> I really have to question what you were looking at. You know what I mean? Because there were, there were all the signs in the world out there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't see it coming because I was or still living it. It was called 70 Series. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, I remember watching this going like, if times are so good, why the hell are we taking all these combines to auction? Yeah. Why are there so many combines on auction? Yeah. Why are there so many four wheel drives on auction? Why are there so many spare? And so we were, we saw these things happening early, and the one thing about the equipment business, I think that's different than other areas. And somewhere deep in a trench is a lot of twenty four wheel planters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just plain ass disappeared. Yeah. A lot of sweet corn. You shit, you can make. Four six rows out of that. Well, you, you could, you could do that, and I actually thought about doing that once because like, you could see those things on the auction all the time where they have the bar. <laughs> right. and it'd be like an old, you know, seventeen hundred bar or something like right. that, and it had two or three row planters. All painted like up nice. And I was like, man, I'll just yep. get screw all that, man. I'm gonna get these XP boxes and put on, you know, what <laughs> I mean? and put, put this stuff on it. But, but I was, no, you look at you look at all that, and you start to to kind of step back and take a look at that. And the the difference now here's a, the biggest difference between now and then, right? Is that then you had a steady supply of new equipment coming in. Yeah, we're right? not we're not going to be oversupplied. We and and there was like shouldn't the, be there were I mean for every new new piece you sold, you took in God there you, was like eight. 
you, I mean, you would sell one new piece, you get a used piece come in, but you'd sell one new one for every new, you know, every five new ones you would sell, you would sell two used ones. Right. And that was the problem, right? Yeah. So you you were offsetting everything. You were it wasn't a one for one, re, you know. Reaction. I would I would I'd tighten. I would widen that gap. I'd say four to one. For yeah. every four, yeah. one is used. The different and the other thing between that time frame and where we're at today is that if you look at the buyers that are out there right now, and you really start to paint the picture of what a new piece of equipment costs, oh, compared yeah. to what a one year old piece costs or a two year old piece costs, I mean. Right now, you're looking at three year old piece of equipment that that's that's worth more than a, than the new one cost in 2013. Right. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got 750 hours on it. We're 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 looking at stuff. You know. So now you start painting that picture. And what does that look like? And how does that whole thing work? To me, the the biggest difference that we see happen right now is that it's not that the difference differentiation between um, all the all the things that come together is the biggest differentiation is i mean i've wrote i've wrote two you know i'm I'm writing a series of blogs right now about the lines of delineation and how these groups of buyers are are really kind of cast into these roles now yeah they're not beforehand you'd have a guy that might i buy a new combine every two years and i run my tractors for seven that was a common practice right now you have guys that like i buy i buy a combine every two years but it's a it's a three-year-old combine Right, that I'm buying. Right, I don't buy the new one anymore. Right, I don't buy the new tractor anymore. I buy that one year old tractor. I mean, you got these guys. I mean, just these these lines, these these these, these places where things are just kind of really stacked in there, and they're they're stacked in there for a reason. Yep. And that, and it's not anyone's fault. It's just just the way things panned out. I mean, it's what what's your cash flow opportunities? What do you how many acres you farm and how many all these things that come into play. Well, what used to fit in the budget as new is now used. Is now used. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's what it comes down to. And <clears throat> I think when I'm when I'm looking at this, and I really start to pay attention, that's why I think the correction that we see coming is going to be it's going to be a big correction. I'm, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it, it, that's that's a, a un you know stoppable train that we have coming our way. Right. Once supply catches up with demand, and once the lots are, it, I mean. In my opinion, if if supply catches up, new supply catches up with demand, <clears throat> and and everything's showing up like it's supposed to, and you're getting new tractors every you know three to four months, and your combines are showing up when they're supposed to, and you got all this stuff coming in, it, it this is like a like a two or three year selling cycle to kind of get everything back to a, a normal level of used equipment inventory. Yeah, right. I mean, you have you have. Just because of what's what's coming in now, I mean, you're th- when you're three trades deep. Yeah, I mean, it's I just, mean, that's that's your entire inventory. Right, that's, that's your lot. It is right. <clears throat> if you have a new comment coming in, and you're three deep in trades, this guy's buying his. He's buying his da, 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 all the way down the line. He's buying his one year old machine. He's buying his three year old machine. He's buying his five year old machine. Yep. For a combine, that's kind of the washout cycle. You might right. have one more where there's like a seven or ten year old machine in the mix, but when you're really kind of putting that together, same thing with tractors. You got a guy that's got a one year old machine, he's taking his three year old machine. It's a ten year old that's in the mix, it's, but it's, it's a 2012 S670 because they just yeah. never go away. They just, yeah. Like, 
they're the they're the leper of the group. They you are. Know what I mean, they just everybody. I mean, it's just like everybody's invited except 2012 Okay, is he bringing his, he bringing beer for everybody? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, that's what it looks like. Did you like. say 680 could come or not? <laughs> yeah, he's got he's bringing the bottle of beer. <laughs> so so when you get down all the way to the end, like on a tractor, you know, you got a one-year-old machine, you got a three-year-old machine that's probably going to come in on trade in there somewhere in that range. You got like a five to seven-year-old machine that's going right. to come in the trade on that one. Yep. And then, but then you're looking at a 10-year-old machine, and then you got one more that's probably like a 15-year-old machine, right? So you've got like the 500 hour guy that's the one year old guy the 500 hour machine he's trading his 1500 hour machine on the 500 hour machine the guy with 3000 hours is trading in on a 1500 hour machine the guy with you know 5 to 6 or 7000 hours is trading in on 3000 and so on and so forth the tractor washout cycle is like 8 9 10 deep i mean oh, that's, yeah. i mean you really to really get down into it you know what yep. I mean? but the years are you're talking about the span of years is, is great. I mean, from the from the one year old guy. Yeah, guys, combines. You're floating in a 15 year at most. At, at, at most, most. At actually, most. call it 10. Because by the time you get to 10, you got. We it. just talked about what that is. Yeah. And there's not a lot of value lot there. Out there. So combines. You're at. Yeah, you're you're looking in a 10 year. Ten year window. Yeah, tractors legitimately. I and mean, you go you, back. You to have like, eighty four tens out sure. there that are tractor number one on a good size farm. Yep. That's a you know, point. you're yep. looking at a 25 yep. to 30. Yep. So I think when you look at that that perspective, when I'm looking at this this the downfall and this this collapse that we see coming, it's not ooh, a ooh, buzzword. Well, I, I don't. The collapse is probably strong, but hashtag collapse. <laughs> I think I think I think what I'm what I'm trying to say here is that what's going to happen is shit's going to get real. Well, it's that the premium that we see now because it's available now is gone. Right. It that, just goes back to being will, normal. That will be an instantaneous bam in your face reset. So that that reset happens and everything kind of goes back to normal. After that, I think it'd be kind of yeah. I think it's gradual, but, but I think but, after that point, it's it's a pretty steady right. It's what you would normally see. Now, it all depends on what happens with with commodity prices and those kind of things. Obviously, right? That's what drives the marketplace. Um, interest rates are going to have a play in that. Um, you can make the argument now that, you know, you hear, like, well, it's nothing like it was in the 80s, you know. Like, okay, cool. You know, I've heard this over and over and over again that, you know, there was a certain year of a, of a tractor that, that jumped up um, like 25 or 30% in, in a, in a two-year period, or in a one-year period, I'm sorry. Um, and But the difference between what that is now and what we see happening now is that 30% jump in that tractor, what we're seeing now is... Oh man! It's the price of the tractor, right? Like, the price increase now is the price of that <laughs> that tractor when it was new. Thirty percent increase. We're gonna have to sell that quarter. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about if you take if you take a five percent price increase, a ten percent price increase on a five hundred thousand dollar machine, you're looking at twenty five to fifty thousand bucks, right? I mean, <clears throat> when all this my little scenario that I'm talking about when that was all taking place, that fifty thousand dollars that's what that machine that tractor that we were talking about, that's how much it cost when it was new. Right. With the price increase included. Right. right. So to me, I mean, I hear people talk about the 80s and how hard it was and the 17 and 18 and 19 and 20% interest rates and those kind of things. And they, don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying that in, in, at all. 
not even at all. But if you take a look at today's marketplace and you raise prices 10%, in 19, I'm, I'm just throwing this number out here and I have done no research, so everybody out there can jump in and, and start throwing knives at me if you want to. But Big in, knives. in 1985, if your farm had a million dollars worth of equipment, I think you were probably a big deal. You were a dealer. I mean, you're. I mean, well, <laughs> shit, man. But, I mean, you're but, a dealer. But think about you had a hundred thousand dollars of machinery in '85. That was I'm, a lot. But I'm talking about everything from all the way through to support equipment. Oh, trucks, trucks, everything. everything. Hold yeah. on, a million bucks. <clears throat> that was a whole. That was a large operation. Hell yeah! Right today, Big if you have a million dollars, you've just planted your corn. Right. You have a couple circles. But, but you haven't but you haven't even you haven't even gone in and, and done any kind of tillage work in front of that. <laughs> right. Right? I mean you're like le- legitimately like no bullshit. I'm going in like this is no till to the max because I'm not even I'm not even gonna go in and like do anything. Right? All we've done just, since you know, combine is spray. Right. So now so now you start looking at that. If you're if you have a combine, a tractor, a planter, a sprayer one maybe one or maybe one or two tractors are kind of get you know plant tractor and tillage piece and those kind of things you say you got seven or eight pieces on the farm right your basic stuff yep lean and mean and it's assuming that everything you have on the farm is let's just say you have seven to ten year old stuff yeah right across the board those those five to seven pieces you've got out there you've got you've got about a million bucks that's just e- your, oh easy just your farm equipment. Easy. That's not counting yep. your trucks. That's not counting your grain carts, your seed tenders, your well, I trailers. Throw, I throw grain carts into that because that's the machinery. But I'm saying, like, I'm talking just your strict hardcore. I'm using this to plant my crop. I'm using this to harvest my crop. And you just do the tillage. Oh, okay. No support equipment, right? Like we have to pull the combine up and dump in the truck. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Now you start putting that into perspective, and then you probably have another. I can't believe dollars. how fast that X nine fills up that tandem truck. <laughs> <laughs> but then you start thinking about that. Then you start thinking about trucks, trailers, header trailers, grain carts, seed tenders, um, uh, tender trailer, sprayer trailer. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah, you got another million bucks. Oh hell yes! So now you got two million dollars, and you, you're not. At that point, you're just, you're you're a you're a three thousand acre guy out in our neck of the woods, right? Right. Now, three thousand acre guy in Illinois is a whole different animal, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's a that's a whole other different thing. But all that being said, it now, rains. Yeah. Now you're paying eighteen. And they have soil. Right, yeah. We've yeah. <laughs> got dirt. They've got soil. Two different things. We have sand. Well, we're for lucky. And then we've got we've got a. Uh, so you start putting that perspective, and you start looking at that that how that whole thing plays out. Yes, you're paying that one big operator was paying a million dollars at you know eighteen percent interest or whatever it was right. that he was doing. Now you got a guy now that's doing probably a third of the acres that guy was doing, right? Paying six percent interest now or whatever seven percent right. interest now. You start putting the math on that. If you if you have twice as amount, the, the money is twice as much, and you're paying half as much interest. It's the same number. Yeah, but you're not. 
you're not really comparing apples to apples. You're giving the modern day guy an easy path because you're comparing the million dollar guy in 85. That's a, that's like an A customer. So you need to add. Well, that's, that guy you, now is a $10 million yeah, guy. Yeah, I was just you know going mean? to say, you yeah. need to add an extra digit right. for now. Right. And in that case, six beats the hell out of 18. Right. And that's my point. Right. That's my point. I so, didn't. I never look at it from that standpoint, but you're right. Yeah. So if you're paying six on 10 or 18 on a million. Right. Do the math. You're paying about the same. Yeah. Right. So now the only difference is that the payments associated with the million and the payments associated with the ten drastically different. Wait, that's, that's the big difference. Right? <laughs> right. So that's, that's when you start coming into play. So to me, when I'm looking at, to me when I look at this, that's where I that's where I see, obviously when when the new comes and gets caught back up and we get, I mean, you got this flush of, of used equipment, things flush. are kind of back to normal. Flush. Where you've got this kind of rotating ample ample supply. I don't think it's even going to be an ample supply, but it's just going to be this normal ebb and flows that we see of the used equipment business right when that comes back i really take a, i take a hard look at at where we're at what we're doing and I, I just see i just see a big haircut coming and it's the premium on that that stuff that we don't have sold that comes off mm-hmm. and it's that dusting i guess is the best way there you go knock off the dust and we're back to you know the 1958 Chevy Bel Air that's been in the barn <laughs> for sixty years. We knocked that dust off, and now we got a pretty thing again. Got to polish it. Go. We got to rub it back out, polish it back out, and make it shine again. Ain't got time. But to me, to me, I think there's a that that's what my biggest fear is. But that's because that's going to be a a fast. Oh yeah, it's not going to be a gradual. It's going to be a fast. Yep. I mean, it's like the fourth quarter to the first quarter tomorrow. Things changed. Right efficient like rapidly changed yep <clears throat> but i don't think it's an auction situation either no i don't think guys are going to be dumping their, their equipment because i don't think there's going to be i don't think we have an used equipment situation until 2028 right that's yeah. when i think the next big like oh my god what are we doing with all these x i don't you know? think we ever have that not not to the level we did well, because we just don't have that many. Well, I, I, the, but the other problem we think got to look at is this: the farmers are getting older. The right. younger guys that are around are part of something big already. Right. Who don't buy the used? I mean, we're going to run into an ass versus seats problem. That's what it's going to take to have the twelve problem. So I mean, it won't be in twenty eight, but maybe in fifty eight or something. Well, no, I, <laughs> I think the other side of this too that that that's a big play in this. The long term, going through the end of twenties, the rest of the twenty twenties, going into the twenty thirties. To me, it was like, how does how does the autonomous conversation come into this? It does. And when does that happen? When does that take place? And all those kind of things, because the same number of acres are going to get farmed, right? They might be farmed by, you know, a third of the of the farmers we have now, but the same number of, of acres are going to be farmed. Right. I think if there's anything, uh, acres will go down a little bit because you got urban expansion and that kind of stuff. But okay, so I mean, within a hundred mile radius of Denver, 
you know, in our area. Well, I, mean, I don't mean in Box Butte County. I just mean nationally. Yeah, but it's going to be, it's, that's such a finite area. No, I just mean in general, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you might you might lose. Sioux Falls gets bigger. <laughs> Lincoln gets bigger. Moline gets bigger. Okay, so bigger, you lose you, you know? lose a few like a few percentage of, of right, but you're ground. still losing some ground. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't argue that. But I'm just saying it's like you you listen to stuff on. Sorry TV. for being dialed in for once. Didn't mean to cause offense. <laughs> but I think I think my <clears throat> my opinion of that is you have where this starts to really come into play. And what does this look like? Is the one thing I will say about this more than more than anything, the factory side of autonomous is one thing. The the factor the autonomous discussion with trucking, agriculture, um, taxi, all that kind of stuff. We start really start dialing that stuff in. It's not it's 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 driven by what you see happening with labor. It's driven by no one. Uh, there you go. That's, that's a good one. But, Bad jokes for days. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. But I think I think the uh, moving on. But my where I, where I see this being a uh, a problem, or not a problem, not the right word. Where I see this being an issue for used equipment is how how does that start to play in, in into what we're doing, right? And I, I think it goes back to the international market that we've talked about on here a million times. So yeah. Once once you get to a one one point in the marketplace like in North American market especially European market um, I mean Australia probably to some extent those marketplaces where you have more of a developed um, kind of old infrastructure structure, saturated infrastructure where you've got right. I mean not, we're not you're not in Africa yeah, yeah. we're not going to go into Montana and be like oh wow we found a whole bunch of land here we're going <laughs> to we're gonna yeah. knock down all these whatever. You know, that's not gonna happen, right? It's already I mean, got fence. I mean, we've 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 kind of done that already. Right. But, but you go to countries like Africa and Asia and those kind of places like that, where there's a lot of ground out there where yeah. you can make things. Even South America, that I mean, there's still plenty of places out there that can turn into farm ground if they want to. Now, what the repercussions of that are? That's please a whole don't. Other, but they certainly could. There's a whole other conversation <laughs> for all that. But the point I'm making is that's when you start looking at all of these like. What do you do with the five-year-old piece at that point? You know, who who's the buyer for the five-year-old combine? Who's the buyer for the ten-year-old tractor? I mean, those those are our bread and butter machines right now. Yeah, I was just gonna you say I mean? uh, a lot of people. Yeah. So that's 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 the that's that kind of thing that we're looking at. So to me, when I'm looking at this, I mean, I see 2028 being the first sign of hey, we got an issue here. And I don't think in 2028 that it's a, you know, our issue is we've got too many, quote unquote, you know, asses in their seats for asses. Right. We just don't have we have any asses for any seat because it drives itself. It's, we're doing there's there's just not oh, enough there he labor. Goes. He's just got a, just not enough labor. He's got a segue it. into it. <clears throat> so that's that's my opinion. That's that's where I I stand on this issue. What's your thoughts? Wait, as far as autonomy coming into it, just in general, like what are your what are your thoughts about? Oh, like as a yeah, it's a it's really what what it boils down to is really a macrocosm of a bunch of finite issues and a conjunction. <laughs> no, I just wanted to use a bunch of big words. <laughs> um, 
I I completely agree. The the premium is going to fall off, and it's going to take ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. That's going to be when it falls off. It's a quick normalization, right? Yeah, it's like oh, that was fun, and go to lunch and right. go about your day. Oh, we came back. It's five yeah. o'clock, new day. There you go. Yep. The um, as far as the you know like the twenty eight thing and. The asses for seats and all of that. I mean, the I hate to say it because it is no fun, but the shortages and delays and keeping everything basically kind of keeping everything in check mm-hmm. has is going to be a as much of a problem as it is now. It's going to be a huge ally later because it's not new, 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 new right. showing yeah. up. Get so we're, we're not trade cycle type stuff, right? We're not going to have the oh, my God, inventory coming out of our ears like we did. It's just going to be a point point blank. I say this all the time, and I'm one of the probably one of the worst sinners of it, but guys are going to have to learn to sell, man. Oh, yeah. No yeah. more no more order yeah. writers. Order writers, there's the door. Yeah. You're going to have to go back and start doing the, the cost analysis right. and all those things that come along with that for sure. For yeah. Sure. Like kids that started selling, you know, mm-hmm. 10 to 12. Yep. <laughs> They're just like, man, this is the greatest job. I'm like, it is right now. Yep. Let me talk to you about $1.75 corn, friend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, when's the last time you heard the word, the initials LDP? <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> I sold machinery based off of LDP back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> now true. it ain't even a thing. That's true. All right. Now you have to pay them if you want to, if you want to use the LDP. Yeah, exactly. All right. Good place to stop. Aaron, folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you're doing. What's the best place to do that? Several avenues on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn by my name, just Aaron Fennel, at or on on a Twitter at my name at Aaron Fintel. Um, email Aaron at movingironllc.com. Call me, text me, 308-760-1193, and I think that gets it all. Okay. I am Casey Seymour. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can find me on LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast, and check out the video version of this on the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. You can also go to movingironllc.com for everything Moving Iron related. If you're a dealer and you're listening to this and you want to come to the Moving Iron Summit, which I would highly recommend, Aaron. You've it's been, tremendous. You've been to every one of them. Every single one. Yeah. Never missed. Never missed one. So, Class of 1980, huh? <laughs> Still come to all these parties? <laughs> I never miss them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested in doing that, hit me up at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com or you can go to movingironllc.com, upper right-hand corner, check the Moving Iron Podcast box up there, or Moving Iron Summit box, and I'll give you all the information you need right there. Um Good friend Alex Trenko is over in Ukraine right now, flying around making shit happen. That's what he does. And he's uh, dodging all the trouble that comes along the way to deliver humanitarian aid to all this Ukrainian uh, countrymen over there. So if you're interested in helping Alex and his GoFundMe page, go to the show link uh, in the show notes. I'm sorry, there's a link there. Check that out. Or just go to GoFundMe and go to help Alex transport humanitarian aid from Poland to Ukraine, and you'll be able to help him out. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's come with smart folks.
Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving higher in the 21st century.